Welcome to the American Med Spa Podcast, Medical Spa Insider. This week, AmSpa founder Alex Tiersch is in conversation with Kathy Toronto, owner and managing partner of Mint Aesthetics. Okay, welcome everybody. This is Alex Tiersch. Welcome to Medical Spa Insider, another another episode. And uh, today we have on the AmSpa hotline the incredibly talented and lovely and um, absolute luminary in the industry, Kathy Toronto um, from Mint Aesthetics. Many of you have probably heard of of her or know of her and her company. Her husband, Matt Toronto, and her have have been in the industry for a long time. Um, Really, you guys have have pretty much, I mean, I I don't think it's an exaggeration to say you've helped shape kind of where the industry has gone. I think it's, 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 it's amazing what you've done. I appreciate you joining us. Kathy, how are you? What's what's the latest? What's going on? Oh, well, thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. I think back to when I first met you and kind of our journey, um, you know, watching your journey and then our journey and some of that that has come together, but, you know, how well your team has done as well. So, you know, it's been fun to be in this industry. Um, you know, so we started back in 2000, you know, back in the early days in, in aesthetics and yeah. And um, so we have two businesses. Mint Aesthetics is a training consulting business. And then Aesthetic Care is our medical spa. And so we base all of our practices for Mint Aesthetics based off what we're currently doing in Aesthetic Care. What's working for us? What's not working for us? How are we growing? You know, and we take those practices and help other clinics around the country to kind of avoid the pitfalls that we've fallen into in the past um, and to help them grow. And so... You know, I think like a lot of people in our industry, there's just been so much going on, you know, in the past year, you know, or two specifically. We've bought a couple buildings. We expanded one of our clinics. We moved our biggest clinic. We're actually um, slated to open a third location within the next, you know, six to nine months. Wow. Good yeah, we launched a podcast, the making of a multi-million dollar med spa podcast. I love it. We love That's podcasts really here on fun. the AmSpa podcast. Um, yeah. Well, and and I don't know if people know, like it's uh, you you and I'm all, actually it was your husband that I met first, I, I believe. Were, you, you all were, were two of the first people that I really met in this industry. And when I went and visited you in Kansas City, um, I saw your your med spa. And I've been kind of talking about your journey and your med spa and your training um, company and the way you guys have done things for a long time. I just I mentioned it almost in every boot camp that we do and just kind of how you how you've built your your practice, how you've built your whole operation. And it's been really cool to see um, because you, you, you've been um, so innovative, but also adaptable. And, and it's, 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 it's been really fun to see how, how you've gone from, I mean, you were, I mean, let's be honest, you were, you were pretty well established when, when I started in this industry, but to see where you've come now has been pretty impressive. So it's gotta be fun to, fun to be a part of. Oh, thank you. You know, it's fun to look back. I think sometimes in the day to day, you, you're in the day to day and it can feel overwhelming. And, um, in certain moments, you know, when you're, when you're opening new businesses or buying buildings or hiring and building new websites and all the things that we're doing to build our business. But, 
you take one moment to like look back and look at all the beautiful things that our team has been able to do and and um it's really rewarding i mean our first nurse that started with us in 2001 judy is still with us today so that's always fun that's, so she likes to she likes to remind us of all the things that's you know what that's a really really <laughs> positive attribute and point that shows a lot about how you guys are doing so um first of all you 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 have some um, I wouldn't say it's news because it's been it's it's been a couple months since this haul has, has happened. But we've been talking a lot on this podcast and in all of our events about um, all the M and A activity that's been, that's been going on. One of the big players um, is 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 one that you've been in, been involved with and and have um, kind of become a, a, a major part of. Tell us what happened with your practice and what you're doing with that because I think it's exciting and it's 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 worth uh, it's worth reporting on. Yeah, sure. So we teamed up, Matt and I teamed up with two gentlemen, um, Jeff Hart and Jeff Bankowitz, who have had a successful um, business that they've launched in Canada called Victoria Park, where there's a number of clinics that came together and joined um, joined to joined to for a number of reasons for, um, you know, to create to make it easier on owners in terms of management, marketing, hiring, retaining, building culture, you know, getting better prices on things like neurotoxin and filler and lasers. Mm-hmm. And so we worked with them over about, you know, really around five years, just kind of talking to them about aesthetics, what we were doing here at Aesthetic Care, um, just helping them a little bit, you know, with their business in Canada. And they came to us a couple of years ago and said, hey, you know, we see the market shifting. We think this would really do well in the United States. Do you want to team up with us? And so we um, founded a company called Cosmetic Physician Partners, mm-hmm. where it's owners that are now um, selling their practices into a bigger business. So it's not a private equity. So, to, you know, it's not it, it's different than private equity in that all of the owners that come on into phys- cosmetic physician partners are now owners of the bigger umbrella. Right. And so at nine, instead of owning the three clinics that will be here in Kansas City, we are now partners in or owners of, you know, 23 clinics right. nationwide. And, you know, the goal for the first year was five clinics. We brought on 12. And, you wow. know, then the goal for the first two years was 12. And now we're at 23. And it's been, you know, not even, I think, like 14 or 15 months. So I think there's just a huge want for it. I think yeah. so many owners out there want help with, would love to have a recruiter, you know, bring them three nurses that are interested in working in their clinic, and then they choose from the three. Yeah. An IT department, a marketing department. You know, I mean, our net has, well, the the economy and the what's going on with the economy now has, you know, kind of got people a little nervous. Um, our net has improved considerably because of our buying power. And we already thought we had the highest buying power. Yeah. You know, yeah. turns out we didn't, you know. So. Yeah. And that's interesting. You know, you know, I, I, I would actually love to, un- to unpack that a little bit because I was having a conversation yesterday with with a potential investor in the space and they were asking me about buying power um, and, you know, how to increase that and, and leverage that with with more practices. And, you know, I was I, obviously there's there's power in numbers, but I was a little I was a little unsure as to what impact that has. I mean, so have you seen a significant impact? You've got 25 clinics with un, under the, the Cosmetic Physician Partners brand, which um, is, is one of the most active active acquirers of med spas in the space. Are, are you seeing from a, from a, a, a buying power perspective a, a huge impact there? Yes. I mean, even just in our individual location. But if okay. you look at clinics that 
you know, because we we're we're one of the biggest, I would say, that's part that's come on to CPP. Yeah. Um, you know, Jay Burns, Dr. Joel yeah. Cohen. Um, actually, the Robbins and Des Moines have a very successful plastic surgery and med spa that they've had for years that's mm-hmm. larger as well. But there's a lot of smaller ones, right? You know, one or two providers. Um, and so, you know, when you've got maybe two to five providers versus, you know, we have 18, there's going to be different volumes of neurotoxin and filler being done. And so those smaller practice, I think it makes an even bigger impact on right. their net, right? And is it, is, 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 is it just like, is, is it just injectables I, or, or is that where you see the, the biggest impact or is it also it, on, on the device, devices as well? It's on devices. Um, I mean, again, we, you know, we, over the years you get better and better at negotiating yeah. and knowing which companies negotiate how and, and, um, and so you can work that to your advantage and when to purchase and all of those things. Um, but I think, you know, yes, we have done even a little bit better with equipment and then better with skincare. Mm, you know, okay. skincare can make a, a big impact mm-hmm. overall, especially if, if, um, you know, we have an e-commerce store, many of the clinics that are coming on do not, but, you know, the hope is that they will. And maybe that yeah. eventually we might be able to do that and, you know, ship out from one location instead of 20 to 40 locations, make it easier on the clinics and easier on a shipping department, really. Right. Um, so I think, you know, there's a number of ways that you can you know, increase your net or decrease your cost. I mean, even all the small things like from McKesson or mm-hmm. universal facial, you know, the little facial sponges, like everything can make an impact. And we, we basically look at the biggest ones in the beginning, right? The neurotoxin filler equipment, skincare. Right. And then as we build, you know, look at, look at everything else. Well, you, you, you mentioned uh, in that last answer about, you know, the, the industry at large. I always, whenever I, I talk to, to people like you, especially who, who know so much about what's going on, um, you know, I, I'm always curious, what are your thoughts on, because th- this is such a, I feel like this is a, a transitional point in the industry. It's almost like there's like an inflection point. There's these different eras that we kind of go through. And certainly with all the M&A activity that we're seeing now, some of this consolidation with groups like like yours and, and, and others, um, you know, some of it is private equity. Some of it is is just backed by private equity and it's more platform based, kind of like what, what, um, what, 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 what you guys are doing, which allows folks to keep their brand brands, which I think is important. What do you think is like, how do you feel about the industry overall? Like what, like what's your assessment right now with where we are, where we're going, what, what to think? Well, I think you're right. I mean, you know, probably, I mean, many, I would say two to three years ago, we were already being approached to do this. Yeah. And I will say I was in the no category, you know, Mm -hmm. I was in the, our clinics going great. We're growing. We love it. We love what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've got an amazing team, and so I didn't feel like we, you know, we had a mark. We had a marketing director. We had front desk manager. We had a full time manager. We had, you know, so we could go on vacation, mm-hmm. and and our clinic would still continue to run and do well. And so at the time, I thought, you know, why do that? Plus, honestly, I heard about a lot of private equity rollups that were happening at a good friend that had done it. And once she signed on the deal, she couldn't buy another laser. Like they just kept telling her no. I mean, it was things like that. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. You know, I thought, I just don't want to do that. Yeah. I, I don't. We don't need to do that was right. really what it was about, you know. Um, and so as we, you know, worked more and more with the group with CPP, it just 
And we talked to some of the clinics that had already gone through this with them in Canada, mm-hmm. um, doctors that had done it that were still with them. It felt completely different. And so we decided to look into it. Um, and, you know, for us, the whole concept is, is that owners continue to run their business, run their clinic as they were doing it before. Right. And I think that's key. So I do see a big shift in that, which means that there are going to be, you know, clinics are that are in every area are going to have um better opportunities for their team members, mm-hmm. you know, as they grow. I mean, I, I do think that maybe, I, I mean, who knows, right? I mean, who knows, but we yeah. are going to see a shift. I think a lot of clinics are going to come into groups for many of the reasons that we've already talked about today. And then there's going to be some that just say no. And, and I'm sure that they'll do, you know, they'll, they'll do great as well. Hopefully, you know, I, but I, yeah. I do see there's, it'll be different. Right. I think it's going to be different. Yeah. So, I mean, ultimately, what like what was it about the opportunity to be part of a larger group that because you said, you know, you're able to do you've been doing this for a long time. You've got like the model down, like, you know, how to run a med spa, you know, how to grow it, you know, how to train. Um, You've got you have the ability to take vacations. You have folks you can run it. What was it ultimately that kind of changed your mind that, okay, this is something that, 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 that we'll do? Well, I think, you know, like any position within our clinic or any place that you are in your life, you know, I love the saying, when you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah. And so I think no matter what it is that you're doing, I personally am always striving for growth. I think there's, you know, that's so important. And when we looked at this, um, it gave us an opportunity to grow. It gives Mm -hmm. us an opportunity to be a part of something that's bigger, you know, that um, and and a a community, honestly. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a platform now that we're talking with other owners across the country. You know, we have monthly calls so that we are given updates on how the business is going overall, how, you know, individual clinics are doing, although certain things are not like name names, but it just gives us an idea of like, oh, hey, this clinic over in Dallas is doing amazing. If they can do that, I can do that too. Or, oh, hey, you know, Dr. Cohen, like Joel, what that's working great for you. Can you give me some details on that? And it's so amazing. It's just really nice to have, not that I didn't have a great network before. It's just a different level of network. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, And it's, I always like to look at things and this is just kind of with 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 my life as well as with with kind of the life cycle of businesses is there there are different kind of stages right and in this stage now you've got the ability to to become part of something bigger right it takes a little bit of the you know maybe some of the stress away you're not quite as as involved although you probably argue with me on that because it's probably just as stressful but it's you know it's a it's a it's it's almost a new chapter right it's um and and i think that's what is happening with the industry right now and we're going to see a lot of folks make that decision too. We're seeing a lot of the people who have been owners for a longer time. So, you know, call it seven to 10 years ish are really starting to make that jump because I feel like, you know, it's, this is a hard business to run. It's not easy and there's a lot of competition. So it's, you know, it's, and I think it's really cool and rewarding to see people kind of take that step because they've worked. I've seen them work so hard. I've seen you guys work. So you guys have been traveling around the country. You've got, you know, you've got kids, you've been doing this for a long time. And to to see you kind of reap the rewards of that is, is, is really cool. I think for owners in the industry. Yeah. And I, you know, I've been, there's a lot of younger people coming on too. Yeah, you know, I think for sure that only a couple years in that want the, the business management piece yeah. and our CEO, Daniel, I mean, 
he just is the smartest. I mean, it, he is so smart and so data and financial, but so nice. It's yeah. the Canadian, I think. Like he's yeah. got the nice Canadian, it's the, it's the Canadian thing, but super smart. And, um, you know, what's been really fun for us who we thought we had the numbers, you know, yeah. <laughs> turns out our, our numbers could come in a whole different level. You know, yeah. and so that's yeah. been so cool for Matt and I to get to see, oh, wow, like we could have, we can dive into the numbers and get even more data to find ways within what we're doing to where it's, it's right here. Yeah. The information's right here that we can build from. Yeah, that's awesome. So what, what are you seeing from consumer side of things? You know, we, 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 we you mentioned it and we've. You know, we've we've had a few podcasts on preparing for an economic downturn. Um, we've we've talked to a couple different folks about how folks should be thinking about that. It's like we keep talking about it, but it never seems to to happen, um, which is good. And mm-hmm. I I don't like to talk about it too much because I feel like it's a self fulfilling prophecy, and everyone starts to kind of pull back. And next thing you know, we cause our own recession. But I'm curious, are you seeing anything from the consumer side that leads you to believe that that, that there is maybe a little bit of pairing back? Or are there are there are there patient behaviors that that, that you're starting to notice? Or is everything still just kind of pumping along like it always was? Well, I will say that you know that's a little. There's a little bit more that goes into that. I think I agree with you. Number one, I think fear. You know, when I'm fearful of something, I tend to procrastinate, and then the procrastination mm-hmm. kills whatever my idea was. It's, so it's true. don't be fearful. Keep moving forward. It's true. Uh, yeah, but um, you know, I mean, look at COVID. So we come out of COVID, and aesthetic care had its biggest month in the history of our business. Yeah. So from 2001 launching up through COVID, the biggest month was coming out of COVID. And since that, it has just boomed, right? Yeah. And and how how long can we maintain this amazing yeah. level of growth? Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's been amazing, has it not? Yeah, right? it has. And, and it's been that way pretty much to everyone I've talked to. Right. Right. So exactly. So it's, you know, it's probably going to even out at some point. Maybe that's to. just a little bit of what we're seeing. I mean, we aren't having the same level of growth, but we're not losing business either. I will say, you know, our clients, the, the clients that the trends that are happening right now for us are, you know, neurotoxins still really popular. We're yeah. not seeing any decrease in neurotoxin. Um, we've seen a little um, less filler being done. Mm-hmm. Um, so for this for right now we're running a promotion of for any first time filler clients Mm -hmm. they they book one syringe they get the second or they pay for one syringe they get the second for free Mm -hmm. so it's not a client that's had their lips done and they get to choose a different area but it's clients that have never experienced filler it gives them a way to try filler um you know that that's a little bit more budget friendly i guess i would say and not yeah. so scary have um you know we saw a few things pop up during covid that that we we discussed like are these going to stay like what we a lot of virtual consultations obviously were starting they were doing a lot of online sale people were doing online sales um we saw the per patient spend increase people were spending more um mm-hmm. and um i are, have you seen any of those things continue are people still spending more are we starting to see that kind of pair back a little bit and have you kept any of these practices that that you developed during covid i'm curious well, you know, with that one, I was just thinking one thing that's really worked well for us that we started in COVID is, is virtual events. Yeah. 
So the virtual consults we have not done for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very face to face, get to work, you know, get to meet them, see them. They get to see us and meet our team. And and um, but the virtual events have been huge. Yes. And so we have had I mean, we had one virtual event um, a few months ago that we had so many people come on. It almost broke the system. <laughs> like we actually had to turn some people away for a little a portion of it until we could get it fixed to bring them on. I'm talking hundreds. Wow. And so, Good for you. Um, you know, and I would say typically we have around 85 to 120. Yeah. They get on for those virtual events. But I mean, we might have them come on for mirror dry, which is such a small not very well-known procedure. Yeah. I'm not talking about the big ones, you know, yeah. like neurotoxin, filler, cool sculpting, halo, those types of things. Um, but we do do them for those as well. You know, we'll do it for hair removal. We'll do it for cool sculpting. We'll do it for um, injectables. We'll do it, you know, for, for different types of things. But I would say virtual events, and I would say, you know, fil- pre-film as much of it as you can before mm-hmm the event so that it's not so stressful. Mm-hmm. I think a big piece of that is many clinic owners are not comfortable running Zoom and switching Zoom from one one device to another device to be able to show hands-on and then back to talking and then answer questions. And so um, so I think, you know, that actually in our Mint e-courses, we could teach you how to do it. A little mm-hmm. plug there for, our, for my own <laughs> yeah, business. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Because we want to simplify it and make it easy, but those have been really powerful. Yeah. So... I think the virtual events and then, you know, for years, you and I have talked about this. I talk about it a lot at uh, um, your meetings are just the things that we have done from the beginning that have worked over and over again that we continue to do. Um, One of them being the, you know, the in-person events of just like 15 to 25 people um, where one person invites her or their friends And they bring, they manage it. They bring him in. Of course, we provide the food and drinks and the, the experience of the night. Um, but that has worked really well for us. And then moving buildings, um, actually Matt went out with our marketing manager and went to all the big businesses around us, knocked on the door. Hey, I, you know, we're new in the area. I own a set of care across the street. We'd love to get to know you guys. And, and so now we're working with, there's a big engineering firm across the street that has 30,000 employees working with wow. our HR director yeah. and to put together a little package from aesthetic care. And so I think that there's just, you know, ways that don't cost money, yeah. things that just a little time that make can make the biggest impact that we did before COVID, we did through, well, some of it yeah. we couldn't do through COVID, but yeah. we're still doing now. Hey everyone, let me take a quick second to share something really interesting for your business. Did you know that a staggering 74% of consumers shop on their phones while watching TV at night? That's like 7 out of 10 of your patients. But the real eye-opener here is that less than 1 out of 10 med spas actually sell their products online. Can you imagine the untapped potential of giving your patients the convenience to purchase treatments, services, or skincare right from the comfort of their own homes through your very own branded app? That's where RepeatMD comes in. RepeatMD is the fastest growing software in the medical aesthetics industry, and for good reason. RepeatMD is designed by e-commerce experts who have worked with renowned brands like Target, Nordstrom, and Neiman Marcus, and they'll build your practice its own mobile rewards and shopping app. Clients love RepeatMD, and patients love the experience RepeatMD provides. RepeatMD rewards patients for spending more, encourages them to come back more often, and helps them discover treatments they'll absolutely love. On top of that, your practice can sell memberships and offer 
financing for services all through your very own app designed and managed by the experts at RepeatMD. The bottom line is that RepeatMD enhances the entire patient experience while boosting your practice's revenue. They are game changers for your med spa. So what are you waiting for? Visit repeatmd.com forward slash amspa to book a quick product demonstration. And guess what? We'll have special pricing for medical spa insider listeners and you'll receive 50% off towards your first purchase. Don't miss out on this opportunity. Head over to repeatmd forward slash amspa today. Yeah, you, you've, you, I've always been impressed by your, and you've talked about this, like you said, at our meetings from the beginning, like being involved in the community and doing events that focus and involve the community, your, your, all of your, your neighbors, it's, it's huge. And it's, it's, it works almost every time. And all the people, the successful med spas that I've talked to, they all do that. But, and it seems so intuitive and easy and it's free, but I don't think enough people do it really. You know, I don't think they do either. And I love to tell, so I just did a girls night out um, a few weeks ago and there were 25 women there. And I like to start out with like, how many of you have heard of aesthetic care? Yeah. You know, how many of you have been here? And, you know, out of the 25 women that were there and, you know, we've been in business for over 20 years yeah. and there were two that have been to aesthetic care and maybe two more that had heard of us. Yeah. So, so guess what? There is a huge market. Mm -hmm. There is so much business out there. And one woman that was there came up to me at the end. She was like, Hey, I work down the street. I'm like three buildings down. I want to do that. I'm the HR director. She was another HR director. Yeah. I work down here. I'd love to do this for, for our team. And I was like, let's do it. You know? So I think that there's so many ways to build awareness that don't, you know, you're not spending the big, I mean, of course, there, we spend the big bucks on like website and things like that, but yeah, that can be done with very low budget. So I, I, I would love to hear more about the, the the girls' night out concept because that that's cool. And how does that work? Like you mentioned, you you start with like one or two people and they invite their friends, or is it is it kind of an invite only thing? And do do you, do you charge for them to come in, or is it just like, hey, come on and see our services? How's that work? Well, we're all about the reward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. um, it's kind of like the old days of Tupperware parties. Okay. Yeah. Where one woman invites her friends over to her home and then the Tupperware rep comes in. Yeah. And then the woman that invited her friends gets like a free Tupperware. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So we have one woman or man, right? Mm-hmm. And so one person who invites their friends. So. Um, we talk to our team when we hire our team in the beginning, we say every single person that's on our team is on our marketing team. So yeah. if you're an esthetician, if you're a nurse, if you're front desk, we're all on the marketing team. And so if, if as an esthetician, we, our expectation is that you find two people to do one of these parties a year. Okay. So not your friend, not your mom, not your aunt, but one of your clients that maybe is a teacher and comes in for hydrofacials and really wants a halo, but can't afford it. Yeah. You know, this is a great person or a mom you meet on the soccer field or a person that you talk to on the plane that finds out yeah. that you do aesthetics and they're like, oh, I love aesthetics. And you're yeah. like, come in and see me. And, you know, so there's so many ways you can start these conversations. So one, it starts with that. It starts with our team. And then once the teacher who couldn't afford the halo is interested, she said, oh, I want to do this. And we say, great, we're going to make it really easy on you. You invite your friends. And if you, you know, if you get, depending on the number of friends that they bring in, they get a little credit put on their account. Yeah. So if they have 10 or less, they get um, a smaller credit. If they have 11 or more, they get a bigger credit. Right. And, and then they can use that credit towards product 
injectables, hydrofacials, laser treatments, anything that they want to use. And so it benefits them to get more people there. Right, right. So then once their friends arrive, each friend gets a $100 card that can be used towards any procedure that we do at Aesthetic Care. So if they like what they hear about a facial, you know, so it's kind of the whole process of getting your team involved, Mm -hmm. giving them a way to be successful at it. Mm-hmm. Give the woman that's making her, you know, that's putting together the her, their friend group, give her something, but also give her friend something for coming. Yeah, that's so, awesome. You know, it incentivize everyone along the way. Um, and then you make it fun. Like, it can't be a sit down, have a, you're here yeah. to listen to me, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's got to be fun. So you want the right personality of people that are, at, that are you know, running that meeting. I'm going to call it a meeting, but the party. Yeah. And so we just do light appetizers and drinks. Um, and then we have a presentation that's about 30 to 45 minutes mm-hmm. and talks about who we are, establishes credibility, lets them know who we are, what we can do and what we can treat. Um, and, and, and then, you know, shows them some fun before and after photos. We put some jokes into the presentation to get them laughing, you know, again, kind of keep it light and fun, but educational. Not, I tell them, you know, we know you don't need any of these treatments. Yeah. These are all things that you're, you know, we hope you want, but not that you need. And so, you know, we're really just, you know, we, we really try to keep it casual and fun and we've done that for years. Yes. Years and years. And I like to say it's kind of like Tom Brady, you know, he's successful because he's it's like all the little things he's done for years and years along the way. And it's the same thing in our business. And then so, no, I I, I totally agree. And you've been I mean, we've had you speak on putting on events and some of the the dollar amounts that you've talked about with your bigger events or that you've helped people with as far as what they can bring in on a single day or a single couple of days is is mind boggling. But for, for those types of smaller parties, then is are you, are you offering treatments right there on site at the time or is it just book and later and you're selling packages? How does that work? How are you monetizing that off of the, cause right now you've said you've, you're giving it, you know, credits and stuff like that. How does the, how does that work as far as the follow-up? So the follow-up, our main goal for the night is to book the consultation. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so we do a one hour consultation that we don't charge for. Again, we feel yeah. like it's the most, the best way we can spend money is, well, it's really not a money spend, it's time, but you know, so create that relationship with a client and treat them so well that they, if they decide to do aesthetics anywhere, the whole goal of the consultation is that if they don't do it now, it's with us. Right. And so the goal for the night is the consultation. So we end the presentation with information on our consultation. What is it like? Who does it? You know, and and make sure again they know we're not gonna we're not pushy. We we want to do what's right for you, you know, and you can use this hundred dollar gift card that we've just given you towards any any procedure that you would choose to do um, after the consultation. Some of them book a procedure right then and there. Yeah. I mean, the, inevitably we've got, you know, which is great. Book right. your neurotoxin, buy your products from the retail shelves. Like, you know, but the whole goal, because I, you know, it's so much more valuable to spend the time with the client and creating that relationship and teaching them because they don't know the difference. Most of them don't know the difference between neurotoxin and filler. I mean, hopefully yeah. after that night they do, Yeah. but they, they see one treatment and they think, Oh, I really want that halo, but maybe they're not a candidate. Maybe that we need yeah. to start with something else, right? Yeah. So, um, so I think you know our number one goal is the consultation, and so we look at the success of that, and then we can pull up who attended, you know, what what procedures have they done over what period of time. But I will say again, like I, you know, you don't even if if that feels overwhelming to you, just start with the start with the events book, yeah. you know, 
three in six months or three for in the first nine months, I would suggest doing one a month, but that could feel overwhelming. So every other month, just get started on it and you'll get better and better at them. And eventually you'll start to see, you know, it it may not be the first one that's your biggest, but that's okay. You learn from it and then the next one's better and then the next one's better. For sure. No. And then, and you know, it kind of goes into it that you, you know, I think what you have perfected is you have the event, then you also have the consultation process is very well done. You know, you've got that down. You've been working on that for a long time. And so it's important to have both. And if you have that um, as well as follow, I mean, it's kind of a whole ecosystem. But I think you're right. You've got to just start trying it. And, and in not, you know, this day and age, when competition is increasing, you know, people are 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 there's so much interest in these treatments, but it's it's at the same time, a lot of the folks who are coming in, the providers who are coming in aren't necessarily comfortable with selling or marketing. But doing an event like that with people who are all friends with each other, it, it seems like it seems like a great way to get a couple consults. Those consults turn into repeat patients. Next thing you know, you're you're kind of off to the races. Well, I think you're right, especially, you know, our nurses, um, you know, they, they, they're never taught to sell. Yeah, never. You know? And so, and well, they I don't, don't want, want to either. You know? like, I don't want, yeah, I don't want them to feel like they are. Yeah. And, you know, this is all about selling through education, right? Yeah. Creating an experience in the consultation that you do such a good job of educating them and showing them and, and helping them understand the benefits of what you already know is what they need. Mm-hmm. That at the end, it makes them hard to say no, because now they understand where you're coming from. And it's not like, oh, here's this huge package that this is what you need, but they don't understand why. Right. And so I think I always, you know, with my team, it's like, let's look outside our industry for the experiences that you've had, that the consultation or the process of purchasing was so great that when you got to that price sheet, that invoice, you didn't care what, not that you didn't care, but you weren't so overly concerned of every little bullet point on the list. It was more so just like understanding what the cost was so you know if you could afford it or when you could afford it, right? right? I mean, and I think we see that outside our industry so often, but when we're in it, it feels like, yeah. you know, it's, it's, we just need to do a better job of creating those systems. Well, it's, it's, it's uncomfortable for some people to, to do. Um, you know, the, the other thing, and, and this is relevant, I think, for any conversation that we were to have about the economy and whether this is going to turn into a recession, is there going to be a downturn? How are we going to deal with that? Like the, the to me, and again, I don't run a med spa, but I, I I've talked to a bunch of folks, and it's the 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 kind of the processes and the simple procedures um, are if you can just kind of master the blocking and tackling and get those things done, you're going to be at such an advantage. I, there are there are, and I say this all the time, and it still baffles my mind, like. There are many med spas who just don't, they don't answer the phone. They don't respond to calls. They don't respond to emails within a timely fashion. And it's just, those are the things. If you can just do those things, it's going to be a lot. And I'm curious, what are you seeing with that? Are you seeing a lot of the, still even now, a lot of folks who just aren't doing the basics? Yeah. I mean, I think one of the big ones is, well, you know, building your team. Yes. I mean, the team is the most impactful piece of our business. Uh, I mean, by, by far. Yeah. So having the right position at the front desk, you know, yes. you know, you're not going to put, you know, and, and so I, I think you, you've, you've, you can't have the shy, overwhelmed, 
get stressed out person at the front desk. Yeah. You know, the shyer person might be an excellent organizer. Yeah. That loves to create systems in the back of the house. I mean, you know, it's like you've got to have the right team member in that place, number one, yep. and try to recognize quickly when you don't. So you don't wait nine months to nine years, yeah. <laughs> which I've made all the mistakes. Believe me, Alex. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and so but it's just, you know, you got to have the right team member and then also train them in their position, like yeah. help them. You know, the front desk person that's answering the phone, you know, when they come on with us, they have a huge menu of services to learn. Yeah. And if we don't do a good job in helping that person understand who's never probably had any of these procedures, I mean, that person is not making the same amount as a nurse or an esthetician, right? It's usually more of an entry level job mm -hmm. or it's a job where there's a person that didn't work for a number of years or because they were raising a family or they don't need to work. They just want to work the front desk because they like the benefits of, a, of an aesthetic yeah. center, right? Yeah. Um, and so... You know, you've got to help them understand what filler and neurotoxin and lasers and and body treatments. And, you know, they, they need to feel comfortable because nobody likes I don't like to feel stupid. Yeah, I don't, I don't think my team does either. And no, so, of course, not. you know, the training is so important. Yeah. So finding the right team members, training them so that they're so comfortable and confident and especially your nurses and estheticians, because in that consultation, if they really know how to use those needles, they really know how to run those lasers. They're not going to they're not going to to hesitate in offering. Yeah. The consultation. Well, and, and they you know, they, they have to know not just all of your treatments, but just kind of the industry treatments. Because one of the things that we talk about a lot of times is folks will get asked about a specific treatment that they've heard of from somebody else, but maybe you don't carry it, but you carry something that does the exact same thing. And they have to be able to be able to make that distinction and then and then educate on what yours does and why it's different or why it's the same or whatever. And those, those are things that you just it just takes it takes time. And I think your your point about the front desk is 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 well taken in that a lot of times we still see folks kind of think of that as, oh, that's just someone who's going to make appointments, answer the phones. But like, that's your, that's your moneymaker a lot of the time. Oh my gosh. You pay all this money to make the phone ring. Yeah. And then who's answering the phone? And are they, are they getting back to people? I mean, I, the, the, my wife was trying to make an appointment the other day and could not get a hold of somebody. Like literally could not get a hold of somebody. Couldn't get a call back. And it was just like, what, what are you, what is going on? Um, I, I did have one other question. We're going to be pushing up on, on, on time here, but I'm, we were just, I was talking with some of my friends over at, um, um, Allergan data labs. And one of the things that they said was that 50% of first time neurotoxin users don't come back to the, to the practice. So you come in for, you know, Botox or whatever it is, whether it's another brand or not, um, they tend to not come back. So they, they don't become repeat patients. And then overall, the number of repeat patients that people are dealing with is 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 not as high as it should be. I'm curious what you what you see in that realm, like are um, and what folks can do to increase the number of repeat patients, because in a you know, were there to be a downturn there needs to be, you, you, you know, the, the easiest patients for you to get are the ones that you already have, right? You can, you, and so how do you see that working on? What are some things folks can do to improve in that area? Well, I mean, I hate to harp on this, but training is so big. Yeah. You know, well, no, it's not, it's not harping. It's true. Back. You know, if you are not good at what you do and if you've rushed them in and rushed them out yeah, and then they don't understand how it really works, 
Um, you know, so that's part of it. Of course, like the the cheap seekers, the ones that are going to look for the, the $10 unit places, and they're always going to look for the $10 unit places, those types of things, or six or seven, you know, I mean, it gets it gets a lot lower than that. I mean, it's some of that bonkers. we're not going to control, but uh, what's that? That's bonkers, by the way. The, I mean, I mean, yeah, you, I mean you're paying to paying somebody else. You, you can't afford yeah. to be in business, but... Um, you know, so there, there is some of that. Some, some of it is going to be that type of thing. But with some of that aside, I think number one for sure is customer service, mm-hmm. taking the time to educate, taking the time to do the consultation, taking the time to get to know that client, to know, is this a person that wants to get in and out quickly? Then realizing that versus somebody has a million questions and then taking care of them. You know, I do think like, you know, with us as, as owners, our number one focus is taking care of our team and then as we, when we do a good job of that and creating a culture and training and talking about customer service at every single team meeting, our team does such a great job of offering that customer service mm-hmm. and taking care of the client. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we do offer things like refer a friend and then the person that refers gets a little a b- bump on their account and then the friend gets a bump. So they each get a hundred dollars, you know, that can be used towards another procedure. And so there are some ways that you can do some re- to build retention. Yeah. But I think um, just overall amazing customer service has to be the umbrella. And then and that and that's the phone. It's the consultation. It's the follow up. It's, it's, you know, it, it's all of those pieces that create the customer service. And then the step back from that, of course, is the owners and the environment that they're creating for their team. Yeah. What's always um, amazed me is you've, you've built this incredible brand and, and, you know, training center, almost empire really. And it's in, it's in Kansas city, which is, you know, <laughs> you know, which is again, nothing against Kansas city. I love Patrick Mahomes as much. I mean, no. And you know, Dr. Chris Surik, who we work with is in Kansas city. It's Kansas city is kind of a hub now all of a sudden of all things train. Um, it but must be the chiefs, Alex. It's the chiefs. It's, it's definitely you know, the chiefs. won the Super Bowl a couple times. It That's must be the chiefs. all that it takes. It's all that it takes. They've lost the Super Bowl too, but we won't talk about that. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I, yeah, I actually love the Chiefs too. They're they're fun to watch. But my my my, my point is that I, you know, it, it you don't need to be in Beverly Hills or New York City or wherever it is. I, a lot of the very successful practices and businesses that I've seen, it doesn't matter where they're in West Des Moines, right? They're in um, they're in Idaho or you know mm-hmm. outside of Salt Lake City. It, you know, it doesn't matter as long as you have these things in place. And it's it's been cool to watch. Um, and even your you know the other thing is that even your original and I haven't seen your your new building, the original building, it wasn't like it was this storefront property on a busy thoroughfare. It was in a building and you had to, you know, go up a couple of flights to get to it. And it was, it was packed. And to me, that's just proof that the way you run your business and the processes and procedures and training and all the things you talk about is so much more important than just getting, you know, a big billboard or a, a, a storefront property. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I mean, I think it also is makes things feel hopeful yeah. for clinics who don't have the dollars to do the billboards and all the big things and be on the main street. But, um, you know, what we found is that just like you were saying that, you know, doing all those small things that we've talked about through the podcast, you know, the girls night outs, reaching out to mm-hmm. other businesses in the community, building just right where we are, because isn't that all that matters? Who cares what's yeah. happening in Beverly Hills? I mean, we're in Kansas City. Yeah. So it's like in Beverly Hills, they can do the same thing. They can yeah. do all these same things. and that'll Oh, they have to. Well. Really? But that, 
Yeah. Yeah. The idea is that you, you want to be the best in your area. And, and as you really focus on that, you will find yourself the best nationwide eventually. Yeah, I, I, I think that's great advice. So, um, what's, what's next for you and, and Matt and, You've got a, 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 a you've got a, an old kid and a little kid and a young kid and you've got this brand new kind of um, you know this venture that you're involved in. What's I mean you've already you know you've accomplished so much. Like what's 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 the next step for oh, for you? Is that's it? so sweet. I also I also coach the soccer team. Oh okay. Well, that, there you go. From five to seven. From five years to seven years. That's I'm awesome. I'm actually retiring as a as a soccer coach because I never actually played soccer. And they were better than me at five and a half. And so I've been, I've, I've been recruiting. I have a new soccer coach coming on. So I'm proud of myself. We'll have to talk about how you coach soccer (laughs) without playing soccer, but that's, that's another story. (laughs) There's always ways to learn, Alex. (laughs) Always. I agree. Hey, that's true. Oh, um, you know, I'm just really excited about, and I know we've already talked about, but the CPP brand and building up Mint Aesthetics Training Center to be just this center that helps all of these clinics nationwide. And, um, you know, as you know, we have an online training program that we've been building over the past well, multiple years. And and so, you know, I've had so many people come on, Dr. You know, Jay Burns and Joe mm-hmm. Weibel and just like these, Dr. Joe Cullen that have helped us with mm-hmm. that. And so I really feel like for me right now and where I am, my joy comes from you know, taking the mistakes that we've learned and helping other clinics yeah. and other people that, you know, and helping our team, you know, like, where do you, where does our team, where, where do they want to grow? What do they want to do? Yeah. And, um, and so I, you know, that's, that's my purpose really. Yeah. I, I constantly think of like purpose of life and what do I want to be and who do I want to help and how do, where do I want to be in the next five to 10 years? And, and truly in my heart is to help share, I call it the magic, but, you know, mm-hmm. inspire, teach, help support growth uh, my family my team members you know the team of cpp you know so that they can find joy in all the little moments of life that's i mean i don't think there's anything else that needs to be said i think i can die a happy man now hearing that it's <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's truly inspired it's you know what though it's i've always found and not to get too you know i don't want to get too um too cheesy and sheepish but the it's so number one it's it's fun it's fulfilling um but it's also it works when you help other people become successful like working to build up others so that they have so that their star shines brighter they become successful it automatically makes you more successful and it's just so fulfilling so it's that's i mean i couldn't agree more yeah what life's about i don't think it's cheesy at all well, I'll thank you for that. Appreciate it. So we'll, we'll have to have you back. Um, you, we're, we're, I'm sure we'll see you um, again throughout the year and at, at uh, Medical Spa Show next year. We, you, you've, you've spoken there um, pretty much every time, and it's, it's been great. Uh, we'll have to get you back to the boot camp, too, and, um, because I think um, you always do a great job. And, um, God, it's been a long time since I've seen... Um, I call him Uncle Matt Toronto, but that's I don't know. That's just that's just my own thing, which is weird. <laughs> I wouldn't tell him that no. today. <laughs> <laughs> I know we need to get together. Have Matt on. He's totally he's funny. He's 
he's way smarter than me, and he's got lots of ways to make you laugh. Well, so he's always good. For he's a, got for some podcast. stories too from back in the <laughs> yes, day. We'll let him. We'll let him tell those. Yeah, we'll do that next time. We're gonna have to have you both on. We'll have a couple cocktails and really mix it up. Oh, I love um, it. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I know you're busy. I appreciate your time. Um, where can folks find you if they want to learn more about what you do and if they want to have questions or or, or what have you? Check us out at mintaesthetics.com, which is our training consulting business. You can find us on Instagram, the making of a multi-million dollar med spa podcast, of course. Come listen in. And then our med spa aesthetic care website is greatskinkc.com. Awesome. Thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Alex. Had so much fun. Thanks for joining us this week with the American Med Spa Podcast, Medical Spa Insider. This week, founder Alex Tiersch was joined by Kathy Toronto, owner and managing partner of Mint Aesthetics. If you're new with us, click on the subscribe button, then receive new content when it happens, leave a rating and a review. See you on our next episode.